Okay, now, uh, if you close your books up, I'm going to talk about the um, uh, next chapter, which is chapter 22. Whoa, I've been erasing all this. I'm sorry, man. Ah. It can be recreated. Okay, well, it might have to be recreated. It might be, might be different. Okay. Now, it could be exciting, right? Uh, Phil McClellan, in his quiz today, had the following statement. After the disciple had proclaimed the gospel, the master sent the slave. Now, let's put this sentence up. The master sent the slave. Now, Phil, I'm doing this just the way you had the sentence, okay? After the disciple had proclaimed the gospel. Where is the disciple in the main clause? Now remember, this is the main clause. The master sent the slave. It's not there. It's not there. So the subordinate clause after the disciple, the disciple had proclaimed the gospel, disciple is not a factor in the main clause, as you've observed. You see, up to this point, we've always had sentences like the following. After they had come in, the disciples saw the Lord where the they coming in is the disciples. After he had seen the Lord, the man who had been healed preached the gospel. He is the guy who preached the gospel. Now, what you have done in this sentence is you have introduced somebody as the subject of the subordinate clause who's not in the main clause. Something like this. After the women had entered the house, the disciples preached the gospel. After the Lord had gone away, the disciples fished around for wine. All right? Um, uh, or, well, all right, all right. We'll, we'll give, a, we'll give a, a, a Rob sense. After the Lord had gone away, the disciples murdered the slaves. All right? So uh, you'll notice in that sentence, now this is what's key. This was a very happy coincidence, this particular thing. What's key is you have a problem with an inflected language if you're going to use a participle. If the subject of the subordinate clause isn't in the main clause. So if I can do a sort of Ron from Warsaw translation, supposing I do it like this. The disciple having proclaimed the gospel. The disciple having proclaimed the gospel. 
the master sent the slave. What the heck case do you put the disciple having proclaimed the gospel? See, if you put it, if you put this having proclaimed thing in the nominative, it's going to refer to the despotes. If you put it in the accusative, it's going to refer to the doulon. Now, I understand, this is only a factor when the subject of the subordinate clause isn't in the main clause. It's not in the main clause. Disciple is not in the main clause. So, here's what Greek did as a kind of way around this. It put the participle and the subject into the genitive case. Now, why did it do that? Because as you people have properly observed, and I, it was one of you over here, it was either Joel or Josh, who asked me to do, or maybe it was you, Ben, who asked me to do a sentence with a genitive participle the other day. Yeah, yeah. And see, I got to sort of concoct one because it's, it's hard to think of one. The genitive is not the case that would normally be used for participles because it'd have to be the son of the man who had done something. So because the genitive participle wasn't used all that much, they, they felt that they could use it for subordinate clauses which were absolute. And by absolute, we mean subject of subordinate clause is not in the main clause. So I'm going to just write this up here in English first. Just so you can see this, after the disciple had preached the gospel. Now, Kefi, take a look here. Here's the point. Disciple does not appear any place in that clause. Now, Phil, this is why it would have been different. This is why I was so interested in your paper. It would have been different. Greek wouldn't have this problem if the sentence read this. After the disciple had preached the gospel, the master sent the slave to him. Now, if you say to him, him is the disciple, and they would have simply put the participle into the dative case. But when I say, and this is hard, when I learned, uh, by the way, how many of you had Latin? Put your hand up if you had Latin. Latin has an ablative absolute that works exactly the same way. When I took Latin, I had a huge difficulty for about two or three days understanding this point in high school. Because here's, it was, it was a rough two or three days. Because here's what my teacher never made clear to me until I finally figured this out. When I say that the subject of the subordinate clause is not in the main clause, I mean literally, grammatically, 
physically, I don't mean mentally. In other words, there's a difference between saying the sentence up there and adding to him. Because if you add to him, him is now the guy. See, even though you're thinking maybe he sent the slave to him, when you don't say it, disciple is not in that clause. 